What's your favorite animal? Uh, my favorite animal is definitely the dog because they're so patient, loyal, and food motivated like me. So I relate to them. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely choose them. Well, this is the Ag Bioscience Podcast with Agrinovis Indiana. Welcome. And thanks for joining us. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business. And today we are joined by Ash Chitness. Ash is a third year veterinary medicine student at Purdue University, as well as an entrepreneur. Ash, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate your invite. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself, um, where you grew up, uh, kind of those early years uh, that got you to where you are. So like you said, I'm currently a third year veterinary medicine student at Purdue. Uh, originally, I'm from India, and I moved here five years ago to pursue my bachelor's in animal sciences at Purdue. Um, I've lived in three different countries. So I lived in the Philippines and then moved to India, and now I'm here in the United States. So I've been moving around a lot. Um, I've loved animals all my life, but when I lost my pet at an early age, I realized how important it was to have good animal healthcare in your country. And that's what got me all the way across all these different countries to the United States. And so, yeah, and so I'm here five years later in vet school. Yeah, so those early years really did lead to you to where you are today. How about Purdue? Uh, certainly it is an elite veterinary uh, a school. What, what led you to choose uh, Purdue? Um, I love the family atmosphere at my school. I can reach out to any person, whether it's a professor or a student, and just speak about my struggles or how my day is going or ask for help. And I think that is so important to have an environment that wants to help you grow. Uh, it is competitive, but it is a very healthy competition that's required in, in any field that you choose. So Purdue, I visited a lot of schools and they all had their perks and their cons, but I think Purdue was something where I felt comfortable enough that I could grow and also, you know, learn and just learn from my peers. And that is some place that I would not want to let go. So I decided to stay with my alma mater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Purdue's College of Veterinary Medicine is certainly a leader in education and discovery for animal and human health. Um, talk about your course of study and, and what uh, and what you want to do once you graduate. Um, so it is definitely a challenging course that's four years long, and it teaches us important veterinary skills from the basics on how to interact with your patient and your client. And like I said before, completing a full, full length surgery on our own. So the best way to put it is like it's like drinking from a hose pipe. They just throw so much water at you and you just have mm -hmm. to grasp all of it. But um, it's definitely equipped me with so many numerous like personal and professional skills. And I realize every day I realize how much I know and definitely a lot of things that I don't know, but it's been a great challenge. And um, I would definitely suggest taking, choosing Purdue for any aspiring veterinary student only because the environment is something that will help you grow, like I said before. And also my favorite part of this program is the canine educator program where we take care of a Labrador or a dog um, from our first year to our third year, and we learn basic skills on using them, and they find a loving home at the end of the year. Yeah. How did you decide? I know you you mentioned uh, your uh, early years growing up and your connection to, to animals, but when you decided on vet veterinary medicine, were there other contenders in terms of uh, a degree and career path that you considered? Yeah, definitely. I initially wanted to become a physician like my older brother, but I've been fortunate that I've 
had so many different experiences with animal healthcare and and medicine, veterinary medicine in different cultures and countries because I did a study abroad in Costa Rica during my undergrad years and I realized how different veterinary medicine is in all these different countries and I just wanted to you know contribute to that and help grow the animal healthcare industry in especially in places that have uh, don't have veterinary assistance uh, if it's inaccessible or they can't afford normal surgeries or medical care so i just wanted to advocate and employ potential alternatives to help establish a more accessible system of animal healthcare globally and that is why i wanted to choose this career over another and i can totally see how i can contribute to this once mm-hmm. i graduate in a year and a half yeah as you look at the future of animal health and science uh, are there things about what's ahead uh, in, in uh, that sector that that really interests you or excites you yeah definitely like if since the pandemic there's been more collaboration between physicians and veterinarians with respect to research or public health and that's really exciting because i've always been really interested in the one health approach uh, i don't know a lot of people know this but the Pfizer CEO was a veterinarian so a lot of this is a collaboration between uh, veterinarians and all other me- medical um, industry professionals and i only, it only shows us that collaboration is definitely the need for of this r and great scientific achievement, achievements come through collaborations not only through the national um, into not only with national institutions but also with international institutions so i'm really excited to be a part of this industry and also contribute to it you know we can't do this interview and just talk about your veterinary uh, skills and interests. Um, you recently, you're an entrepreneur. You, you recently won a competition held by the College of Engineering where you developed a fabric for use uh, in face masks made from waste stream and soybean processing. Talk about the idea where it came about and how you developed it. So a few months ago, while I was walking on campus, I noticed that a lot of people, including myself, were using the disposable nylon mask. And I myself had started using over two masks a day, which helped me realize that I, if I as a student was creating so much waste every single day, just imagine the amount of waste being created on our campus with over 50,000 students. And with the ongoing challenges with COVID, we know that it's a necessity uh, to wear masks every single day. And after doing a little bit of research, I realized that over 2 billion face masks have entered our oceans in 2020 alone. And so I saw that this was a really big problem that needed to be addressed. And when a friend of mine came to me who uh, about who told me about this engineering competition, that's when I, the prompt of the competition was basically to create a sustainable product that would solve a problem on produced campus. And um, that's when I thought about all the different materials that could be used. And I came across this article talking about Henry Ford and how he was uh, he was really impressed by soybean material and how he tried to incorporate it in his daily life. But that kind of died out uh, after a few years. And so I looked into the soybean cloth and how that could be incorporated. And I realized that every every part of the face mask could be substituted to something that's more eco-friendly. And that's when I went on to make the soybean-based face mask. I made it completely eco-friendly and could be composted in, in seven days. That that eliminates so much plastic waste. Mm-hmm. And that's where the idea came from. Yeah, how about uh, challenges? What were there, did you have some challenges as you, you came up with the idea, the, the, the development process? What, what were those challenges? 
It definitely was because I did not have an engineering background. And so just the designing of these masks, putting it together and something as simple as stitching these masks together, like it was definitely like we really undermine how much work goes into creating a fabric or, you know, a design. And that's when I realized I, I started stitching in my bedroom using these soybean cloth and trying to make something that actually looks good and fits my face. So it was yeah. definitely a challenge and it was an uphill battle, but I really enjoyed the whole experience, especially when it was very well received by people in Purdue and also every like for people like you who really appreciate it. And I really, it, I think it was worth it. And I learned a lot from this whole experience. Yeah. How, what was the outcome of the competition? I mean, is there a next step or uh, anything that's next? So, yeah, I did end up winning the competition, which was which came to me as a great surprise. But I was really uh, impressed by the amount of support and how much uh, everyone in Purdue not only appreciated it, but also I've got so many more people who are interested to sponsor this. And I've learned that if you you know, believe in yourself and your product. It's really not difficult to get the right people to notice you and support something, especially something that is so important to the environment. And um, there are so I'm going. I took part in the Purdue Foundries Ignite program. So that's mm -hmm. a business startup program, and I did. I completed that a few weeks ago, and so I'm going to work with the College of Engineering next year to further develop the solution and make it available to Purdue students. Yeah, well, you're uh, obviously a doctor of veterinary medicine candidate, but creating a completely different product. Any advice for? Uh, other young aspiring entrepreneurs? Yeah, like to be very honest, I was very surprised that as a medical student, I won this engineering competition because it was very intimidating to do something outside my comfort zone. But winning this competition and the experience really showed me that if you put in hard work and you believe in your capabilities, you can achieve a lot of things. And as a self-critical person, it is really hard sometimes to completely believe in yourself but this experience helped me understand that if you doubt yourself, you'll definitely kill more dreams than your failures will ever will. And so just believe in yourself and everything else will definitely fall into place. You are a very busy uh, woman there on the Purdue campus, have a lot going on. Um, as we kind of wind down our conversation, what's, uh, what's next uh, upon graduation? I think you have maybe a year and a half or so to go, but uh, What's your anticipation for uh, life after uh, college? Um, so like I said, I've lived in so many different countries and I definitely want to give back to my community, not only in the United States, but also in India. So I would love to go back and start a, a hospital for, of my own and contribute to the animal healthcare industry through my research and clinical research efforts. So that is something that I'm looking forward to. Well, I have no doubt you'll be successful uh, in doing that. Ash Chitness is a third-year veterinary medicine student at Purdue University, also an entrepreneur. Ash, it's been a real treat to uh, talk to you today. Good luck with all you have going on. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. All right. And thank you for tuning in to season four of the Ag Bioscience Podcast. You can find more episodes on the latest in innovation, entrepreneurship, and talent in Indiana's Ag Bioscience space. Just visit the news page at agronovusindiana.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time.
This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick and produced by Kayla Chittister and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.